Good morning, good afternoon. Hope this panel will bring value. The future of enterprise management enhancing digital transformation. In this panel today and the discussion, we will explore the role of Matrix 42 in enabling and driving digital transformation for organizations. Our panelists, experts in the field, will discuss the solutions and services offered by Matrix 42 that will help organizations streamline their IT operations, enhance service management capabilities, and optimize endpoint management. We will dive into real-world examples and success stories with our clients, discussing the challenges and opportunity of organizations face in their digital transformation journey. Join us to gain valuable insights and perspective on how Matrix 42 can empower your organization to embrace the digital transformation and stay ahead of the rapidly changing digital transformation. Good morning, good afternoon. Hope this panel will bring great value. The future of enterprise management embracing digital transformation. In this panel, we will discuss and explore the role of Matrix 42 in enabling and driving digital transformation for organizations. Our panelists and experts in the field will discuss the solutions and services offered by Matrix 42 that will help your organization streamline their IT operations, enhance service management, and optimize endpoint management. We will dive into real-world examples and success stories discussing the challenges and opportunities organizations face in the digital transformation journey. Join us and gain valuable insights and perspective on how Matrix 42 empower organizations to embrace digital transformation and stay, most importantly, ahead of the rapidly evolving digital transformation landscape. Welcome with me, the panelists, Mr. Boris Samuel, the VP of Sales Support, Matrix 42 Headquarters, Germany, Mr. Antoine Abre, Managing Consultant of Signature Consultancy, Mr. Julian Salem, Director of COE, Center of Excellence, Beacom Offshore, Mr. Walid Al-Hulu, Managing Director, Midis Group, last but not least, Mr. Samir Hani, Director of Sales and Operations, Matrix, EA, Meta. So today we're going to start with the first question and it's going to be addressed directly to uh, Julian, who is actually a customer of Matrix 42. Uh, Julian, what are the key drivers and motivations for organizations to embark on digital transformation journey, particularly in the context of enterprise management? Okay, hi Rudy, hi everyone, hi Samir. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me here today. Uh, it's a great honor for me to be part of this panel discussion with this group of experts and share uh, my insights on the topic of digital transformation. Well, you asked me about the key drivers for organizations to embark on this digital transformation journey. Well, 
I believe it's the realization that embracing digital technologies and innovation is no longer optional nowadays, but necessary for survival and growth. Uh, the driving force be behind our organization and many organizations' digital transformation effort is not just the pursuit of the usual suspects, such as increased efficiency, cost saving, competitive advantage. Instead, it revolves around the notion that embracing digital technology is crucial for the long-term survival and preservation of the organization themselves. Uh, in this increasingly fast-paced, technology-driven world, organization that fails to adapt and evolve will be facing the risk of becoming irrelevant or obsolete. In other words, embarking on a digital transformation journey, organizations are proactively securing their future by ensuring they remain agile, innovative, and capable of meeting the ever-changing demands and expectations of customers and stakeholders. Well, if we want to talk about these demands and expectations, I can, uh, I can bring up uh, the streamlined process. Uh, digital tools and platforms nowadays ena enable us to automate and streamline processes to reduce manual effort and increase operational efficiency. And this is exactly why we are purchasing at this point Metrics 42 to adapt the processes we are creating in our organization inside the digital tool. Uh, it helps us also provide improved decision-making. With access to real-time data and analytics, enterprise management can make data-driven decisions, leading always to better outcomes and improved performance. Uh, last but not least, it enhances collaboration. Digital transformation promotes collaboration, communication, within and across the teams, breaking down the silos and fostering a culture of innovation and agilities. And this is actually the, the main issues we are experiencing in small, medium, and big organization. Oh, very interesting. Thank you, uh, Julian. I think coming from perspective of, uh, of a customer, because you have the final output, you have the final power, you have the final test and check, to verify and certify the product. Uh, I think this is very uh, valuable coming from your side. We move to our second question. How does digital transformation impact enterprise management practices and what are the major shifts or transformation organization need to consider? Boris, what's your take on this? Well, like uh, Julian already said, um, organizations need to transform. Organizations need to adopt to what's the current status of the market. And looking at the current markets today, it's so that where we coming from an age where IT was involved by business decision makers on a management level in corporations, it turns out that we have to become a more organizational driver, have to be the transformation driver for organizations in order to get gain uh, and, and get more out of uh, the corporation's uh, abilities. Uh, we at Matrix 42, we love to say it's time to elevate people and accelerate services. And that's specifically because uh, given the fact that there are so many resources out there in modern IT organizations that are very smart people, highly educated people that have an understanding of how technology works. But now we have to bring them from behind the screen to in front of the people, make sure that they help the organization get to the next level and discover the abilities of what that digital transformation and enterprise service management actually means. Coming from the past, we thought that enterprise service management would be an incident management product, uh, problem management, a change management, perhaps it would have been something that went from 
from the IT to even another department. Whereas as of today, users will tell us what process they want to have taken care of with modern technology, where they want to see workflows, where they want to have portals that give faster and better, quicker resolution to their issues during daily work. And we want to make sure that with the the few resources that we have, and we've seen a phase where it's quite hard to get additional people that are smart enough to help organizations to grow fast, just because it's a war out there with, with regards to talent, to use those people, given the right tools and technologies to walk through the enterprise, discover what capabilities they have and use them to, uh, with a smart technology to accelerate the services that those organizations provide in IT. And looking back to where IT comes from, it used to be so that like in the 70s, where this was an organizational department for for data management rather than information technology, right? And we need to get back to that thought of how can we help shape better organizations and use that uh, ability to elevate people and accelerate services, specifically like there's a heavy squeeze on on the margins that that's uh, a company's face, and I I believe Summer, you you also have uh, some some ideas around that margin squeeze, right? It is, it is, and and um, I just want to focus on few things that you guys have uh, mentioned, both of you, uh, you and Julian, on the uh, let's say the silos that we are having within within the organizations. Those are functional silos. But we really want to move them into a cross-functional silos where we have the right collaboration and where we have the right workflow-based approvals available there. And when we talk about such digital transformation, let's say enhancement of processes, there will be nothing better than an enterprise service management that caters to all of these servicing of requests, incidents, endpoints, and so on. Very interesting. Thank you, Samer. I think uh, uh, this this brings a totally new uh, way of thinking of how to solve the problem and how today with the fast technology and digital transformation is really uh, taking the world. And then I'll follow up with another question with you, Samer on uh, what are the potential challenges or barriers that organization may face when undergoing a transformation uh, in the context of enterprise management? And how can these challenges be addressed? There, there will be a lot. There will be a lot. Uh, however, what we care about, uh, let me talk from the Matrix 42 perspective, is the shaping of experience. So I'll give you a two example on this. Uh, uh, let's say you have Kareem or Uber. Now you can see that there are, uh, the concept is renting a taxi. But what they have contributed to their application is the experience, where when you rent a car or when you call for a taxi, all what you care about is looking at the map, what time the driver will come. He needs three minutes. And then this kind of experience is not available in every and single corporate or the organizations that we work with. So the traditional, let's say, enterprise service management, they don't give you some experience 
that would shape the organization in a better way because our people, they are users living the usual life and they're going and checking Amazon apps, they're checking the Uber apps and so on and they're getting the right experience rather than having it exactly the same within their own corporate. So if you look at the challenges, one is the experience that we have and then the resistance of employees because in the service management you have a new process of enabling uh, uh, the business line of businesses and you need to optimize those processes so imagine you have a 10 years let's say employee who was doing the process exactly as he wanted 10 years ago and he doesn't want to change that so this will bring a lot of challenges in 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 this sense and then also the complexity of technologies. So nowadays you have customers who are on-prem completely, or they say, I want also a hybrid between on-prem and on cloud. And at the same time, they have multiple systems. And if you think about processes enablement from a business policies or technical policies, this means that you need to do some sort of integration because, and, and this is where also another challenge integrating with legacy systems and making sure that the process will flow from the request until the data center, be it on-premise or on the cloud. And the most important thing as well also is the lack of the ROI and the cost centers. So those challenges, let's say the major challenges in the organizations is that when we start applying those uh, this platform like that Matrix 42 carries, you apply with that the correct cost center because every single request or every single process has a cost and that cost has to go to a proper cost center. So how are you going to manage this with the finance team? How are you going to explain to IT that this is a new process, a new way of thinking? This might turn out to be a bit messy here and there. I would love to hear Julian's feedback from a customer point of view, and then I would love to hear as well Walid's feedback from an MSP provider perspective. Julian. Uh, you're muted, Julian. Yes. Hello, can you hear yes. me now? Yes, perfect. Okay, uh, so I guess, uh, Samer, you are asking the, the right question to the right person. Uh, trust me, today uh, we've done a lot of uh, homework and a lot of research to pick the, the right tool and uh, the right, the right uh, let's say, uh, the right tool for our model. And we ended up with a total confidence picking Matrix 42. One, from the experience and friendly management to the helpful and knowledgeable staff to the strong capabilities of the tool, we are now in the process of adapting, uh, adopting actually Matrix 42 as our ticketing tool and workspace management solution to implement and apply our predefined sets of processes for our managed service solution. Uh, moving, uh, uh, this tool has enabled us to move from a traditional IT to a modern IT infrastructure with cloud adoption, and it's bringing tons of benefits to our organization. I can state uh, probably three, uh, three, three benefits that are uh, 
mostly helping us today. One is the cost efficiency. Uh, the cloud computing eliminates today the need for large upfront investment in hardware infrastructures. Uh, consequently, we can scale our resource, our IT resources as needed and pay for what we use, leading to cost saving and improved financial management. Uh, two, it helps us in terms of scalability and flexibility. The cloud platform offers scalability, allowing us to easily adjust our computing uh, resources based on demand. Agility enables us to quickly respond to changing needs handle peak workload, scale, or operational effectively, or operations effectively. Uh, three, it's the rapid provisioning. Cloud services enable organizations like ours to provision and deploy computing resources quickly. With just a few clicks, IT teams can spin, can spin up virtual servers, storage, and networking components, reducing the time required for hardware procurement, setup, and configuration. Hey, thank you, thank you, Julian. Before I jump to uh, Walid, uh, I'm gonna give you the chance to answer that, but I'm gonna give you another follow-up question uh, directly, and then later on follow-up by by Antoine. Uh, so, because you're in, on, on the implementation side and as a partner, and uh, whether you are an SMB or a large enterprise, how does digital transformation initiatives? Uh, in the enterprise management, help those organizations streamline their process and improve their operational efficiencies. And most importantly, today's, I think it's very important, drive the cost saving. Well, uh, be <clears throat> before answering this, I would like to elaborate more uh, on what Samer was saying, especially the resistance from employee and stakeholders and this is related to resistance to change. So communication is very important in here. So the, the benefit of digital transformation and communication of this benefit and provide training and support for the employee, involve the employee in the decision-making processes or practices. Now, uh, getting back to, the, to, the, to your uh, <coughs> question, well, I would say uh, the first thing to look at when it comes into practices and processes is automation of manual tasks. And this is very important when it comes into digital transformation. It will, it will enable the automation of repetitive and manual tasks. This will reduce the human error, uh, accelerate processes or practices, and free up employees' time for more strategic and value-added activities. And this is related such RPA or robotic process automation, streamline workflow, like we see in Matrix 42, uh, enterprise service management, and this will achieve greater operational efficiency. Uh, another uh, uh, point, an important practice uh, when it comes uh, into large or SNMP uh, enterprise adopting digital transformation is the customer experience and engagement. And this is where we talk about digital transformation allow the organization uh, mainly to enhance the customer experience and engagement through various channels. <clears throat> By implementing customer relationship management systems, or enterprise service management system for IT service management. Uh, 
also by providing self-service portal. And this is where Matrix 42 will give a big value. And we are talking about, about advanced UX, advanced UI. Uh, organization also provide a seamless, consistent, and personalized experience to the customers or the end users. And uh, we see this with, uh, with Julian's customers. Uh, also experience leads to higher customer satisfaction, loyalty. Loyalty from customers also increase revenue for the organization or for the enterprise or small, medium business uh, uh, customers. Uh, cloud computing, as, as Julian uh, mentioned, he talked a lot about cloud computing where the value will be given to the, to the customer and the end users. And I will add the, for remote work and flexibility. So with digital transformation become even more crucial uh, when it comes into remote uh, uh, work. Uh, adopting digital tools such Matrix 42 and the platform for remote collaboration, not only remote work. Uh, also project management, communication, organization can maintain business continuity, ensure employee productivity, and reduce the overhead costs associated with the physical office uh, uh, spaces. Very interesting, Antoine. Walid, I'll get back to you on the challenges and also on the uh, uh, improving operational efficiencies. Thanks, thanks, Rudy, and thanks, everyone. Uh, let me shed some light on how to connect the dots between uh, what Julian requests is for his business and for his customers. What Boris mentioned on the digital transformation that every business is really going through. And from a more from a tools perspective or from platform perspective, what Samber mentioned. So you have right now the pressure is the 24 by 7 operation. The second pressure is about the 24 by 7 availability of each and every business. So going back to the example that Samir shared, you don't care about the application. You don't care about the platform. Everything that you care for is within two minutes, the taxi should arrive to pick you up. You know, And this is what really driving the business transformation these days. Yes, it's not about only cutting down on cost. It's not about only developing a new platform or deploying a new, a new tool or a process. Yes, it's about being there on time. It's about supporting the core business for the customer to really scale and really answering the, the market requirement, answering the customer requirement and answering the agent requirement. In the back end, as more of a responsibility for a service level agreement, making sure that all these businesses are fully operational at any point of time. The business is always responded at any point of time. This is, I think, the, the, the key point that really Matrix 42 allows us to, to deliver. And if you go there about how you make sure that the application is available, how you make sure that the data is secure, how you make sure as the end user is able to access the, the application or the access the platform, how you'll be able to make sure that the transaction is happening on time. So it's a combination of three, four, five different perspectives at all time that has to be always streamlined at any point of time. And again, Metrix 42 allows to really give us the flexibility, give us the scalability, and give us the availability to, to be able to deliver such a service. 
thank you, Walid, uh, for your uh, valuable uh, input on this. And uh, yeah. my question will go to Antoine. Uh, how does Matrix 42 contribute to this digital transformation journey of organization? And can you provide an overview of the solution and services it offers in the specific context, if you want to call it? Anna, before, before also jumping with Antoine, I, yes. I would love just to interfere here with one comment. It is very important that customers, whoever is willing to implement enterprise service management and enhance the transformation or enhance the, the digital, let's say, plan they have, is to look at processes in a very serious way. And what happens sometimes with customers is that they think that Matrix 42 or any other service management provider would brilliantly like, you know, fix like magic everything. No, this is not the case because it's hard work rather than magic. We we <laughs> carry the ITIL standards. So Matrix 42 can go and jump more than let's say 15 processes especially if we club the service desk processes like incident requests, self-service catalog, et cetera, plus the asset management, the software license asset management, and so on. So, but, but the key point here is that customers has to invest with the right consultant that can set the process in the beginning, aligned with the ITAS standards, and then implement. And this is superior here. And I would love that Antoine can shed some light on this as well while he's answering his question. Well, absolutely, absolutely, Samer. So uh, we've been doing this for years now. And uh, yeah, this is a start point, having uh, practices in place, having the documentation, having the communication and the education for the organization and end user so they understand what to do. They understand the standard behind what they are doing and what is the value. So having this documentation in place is very crucial. And we are talking about a very big list of, uh, of practices to be adopted. Now, uh, having these processes uh, 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 just as a document will not help the customer uh, moving into live. Now, uh, and most important with Matrix 42 is bringing these documentation, bringing these practices and implemented in live environments. So, uh, yeah, we are following ITIL, we're following COVID 2019 and many other uh, standard or best practices or methodology such as CIS, uh, uh, security and the Matrix 42, yes will move these from the drawer into the organization. We'll, we'll, we'll let the, the, the end users and customer use these documentation, use these practices uh, uh, by uh, adopting Matrix 42 technology. And I'm, I'm going to focus on two main uh, uh, points. The enterprise service management from Matrix 42 and the digital uh, or the, the security a platform from uh, from Matrix 42. When it comes into the enterprise service management, it is 
available for many of these practices out of the box. So you just install this software and start using these practices directly. And I will give an example, the change. So change management, when it comes into IT change management and adopting change management, so will help the, the, the employee, the end user and the customer understand the changes, how to use the change management and what is the value of change uh, management uh, from metrics 42 and many other practices and when it comes into digital uh, security management mainly it will adapt and ensure that the security will protect the customer privacy will protect the significant challenges when it, when it comes into into uh, into security uh, thank you. I think it's an interesting uh, discussion. Uh, and before we continue, we just want to uh, advise our, our viewers to have their questions in the chat. We will get back to you uh, and then we will tag you accordingly uh, so you will be notified. Yeah, I would um, love to hear uh, such questions from the end user, from the view, uh, viewer. It's very important so we can answer what they have in their mind. Rudy, let me just confirm from my perspective. I have a lot of feedback from uh, Julian. I don't know. Hello? Why, uh, can you lower the, the sound of the uh, speakers? Go ahead. Julian, go ahead. Okay. So uh, before I continue, uh, Boris, uh, I'll go. To, I'll jump into uh, and I'll ask you a question. Uh, can you share any specific use cases and success stories where Matrix Forty Two has played a significant role in driving those digital transformation within an organization? I'm sure you have a lot. Which one would be uh, the highlight? Maybe because you've been involved with a lot of projects. Right. So thank you for the question. Actually, I've been with Matrix with you for many years, for more than 10 years now. And so uh, with that in mind, I've seen many different customer scenarios, projects across different technology stacks, and then also different processes that we're rolling out in the context of service management with those customers. And I, I brought three little um, stories of customers that you might have heard of before um, so that uh, everybody feels comfortable with understanding what the customer scenarios are. And I would want to start off with an automotive company, a company that helps building parts for cars. Um, and it's a company from Canada called Magna Automotive International. And what they do is with their around 170,000 employees is that they had a service management in place many years ago that they felt like they had the hard time to to pick up on what the customers wanted because everything uh, that a, a customer would request, they would go out and create a ticket for them and they would start working it off. And it was just too much. And they were looking for how to find out what the five most requested things in that organization of 170,000 employees would be and then um, find a solution that would sort of, not absolutely, but sort of fit most of the standards across the company because there's their difficulty is that they say we are international but we act oh so local and that's true for so many companies that they want to keep their local uh, operations their local standards but then also they want to have the help from 
modern systems that come from corporate. And that was the exact same case with Magna Automotive. So what they was what they did was they started with five across the company standardized services that they started rolling out um, several years ago. And that in the meanwhile, that they've been on their journey from IT service management to enterprise service management has turned into more than 700 standardized services across the company for the 170,000 employees so that whoever has requests, may it be IT facility uh, or anything else, for instance, uh, HR services, they could use Matrix 42 access technology and then at the back end, our workflows that will help solve the requests of those users. I've got another one that comes from retail. There's a company called Metro Group. They're a fairly large retail chain across uh, across Europe and also um, have uh, some operations in, uh, in Arabian countries where they do like specialty foods and serving restaurants as large distributor of uh, cooling warehouses, etc. But then in uh, one... Um, one large operation of them is the Metro Group France, where they are a marketplace for restaurant operators with 100 warehouses across the company, where they have like specialty food and uh, restaurants can go and do their shopping there. And they've created their own project for service management, for enterprise service management, they gave it a name. They got that cloud-based concept. It's called Lucy. Let us care for you is what they named it. And what they've been doing was not only transforming the IT services, but mostly the HR and facility services that were very important for their warehouses and logistics to run them through workflows based upon our enterprise um, service management platform. And so, um, and then uh, last but not least, um, there is uh, uh, the, the important fact that they cut down service times for every single request on average being a seven-day process that included even paper signing off, et cetera, to cut it down to a day or uh, two at max so that they were way faster, many hundred percent faster than they were before. And then last but not least, a sample from also long-term customer. And the idea behind it that we want to talk about is not only increasing efficiency, but partnership. This is a sporting goods company called Puma that is headquartered in Germany, in the south of Germany. And they are using our workflow technology to the edge. We have a low-code and no-code workflow engine that people can use, our customers can use to adopt their business process and find out how to optimize their operations. And with that workflow engine, um, that company, Puma Sporting Goods, they've taken that workflow to the edge and then have requested as being a prime partner to Microsoft and an early adopter in their environment on how we could help them to better integrate, uh, to delegate um, in, in Microsoft's technology. So what we've done is we've used them as a, one of our um, technology partners and being a customer for so many years to take their voice and start building integration into Microsoft Teams so that going forward, um, people could just use Teams to approve or deny um, service requests and make it way easier. And that's the important thing is being a customer with Matrix 42 means we have an open ear for those customers and we can have projects together and help them find new ways on how they can gain more efficiency in order to elevate their people and then accelerate their services as well.
thank you, Boris. And then when when what what really picked up for for me is like we're talking about hundreds of thousands of customers or users of Matrix, you know, and this users, is right. this is unbelievable how you can manage using that. So it's it's really important to understand the scale that it can go way beyond the enterprise. Absolutely. Absolutely. It could, it could be for smaller customers as well as large ones. So exactly. uh, there's something in the bucket for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for that. I'll, I'll jump to Samir. Uh, you know, things are really, <laughs> I'm loving the discussion of how, how really it's going. And um, how does Matrix 42 enable those organizations to really manage and optimize their endpoints uh, from traditional desktops, laptops, and then we know there's a lot of movements, especially now with mobile uh, devices. So it's not easy to to handle the environment anymore. You, back then, it used to be behind the firewall in one place. Today, it's all over the places. And then adding to that, IoT devices, which I don't see often, uh, because this this is part of the transformation, right? So, Samir, what? How do? You, how are you really enabling all of those? See what what I like is that we go into facts, and uh, I'm I'm gonna share my screen and then take you into facts, like how we can see things, and that's the beauty of Matrix Forty Two. Uh, why I'm showing this screen just to tell you that look at this dashboard, and you can have thousands of those dashboards enabled. What are the operating systems, the computer manufacturer, uh, ownerships? computer types, and so many other things that you can have quick visibility at the same time in order to take quick actions. Now, the fun part here is that they are all in a single platform. This is what we are missing nowadays with the legacy, let's say, companies, that they have acquired much more companies in order to deliver a single solution. But with Matrix 42, when it comes to endpoint management and all other devices, they are all in a single pane of glass. And I'll give you a use case. Now, IT managers, if they want to manage all these devices, bring your own device or the corporate device or whatever, they can select a task. They can select all kind of devices they want. For example, it's a checkbox of iPad and Android phone, Samsung, for example, iPhone and a Windows and a Mac. And then I want to deploy, for example, Adobe. And then I click next. And if I want, I can automate this completely from the service management that is embedded in a single platform. Can you imagine the power of a single coded platform that can deliver unmatched experience to manage those endpoints and to increase the efficiency and the productivity of the IT players within the organization, they have a full compliance understanding on who got what and who owns what and what kind of assets they carry. I can have a full continuity process and let's say onboarding, offboarding of employees within minutes rather than days. I can understand all the licenses that I can optimize, be it for SAP or Oracle or, or, or. So what we are talking about here is an unmatched experience. And I would love just to show you this, this kind of dashboard to tell you that 
this single platform is the right way to move forward and implement the digital experience. And one more thing I would love to do in, in seconds, just to show our users now or to show whoever is attending this to understand how powerful is this and count with me the seconds, okay? Look at this. I'm gonna move right now into a low-code, zero-code application delivered on top of the service management. Guys, what we are talking here is the new way of doing business. Look at this. Look how fast. I've created right now a task that has a full ITIL standards into full incident management. I've changed here the timing of the incident. And I've, now I want to move it to another team. I can have, I moved it right now into the networking team where it's gonna be fulfilled by them. All under the ITIL standards, all under the process and the workflow approvals that the company have and they want to deliver. Do you see the power of Matrix 42 and where we are right now? So does this make sense here, guys? I would love to hear your feedback and thoughts on that. Well, let me, I would like to elaborate more on, on what, were, what were you showing, uh, Samer, and mainly on the dashboards. And we always advise our customers to, to have this asset management uh, practice in place. And when it coming to asset and digital transformation, we are more into software than hardware, right? So uh, organization must manage their licenses these days. And this is the most cost part for any organization. And this is where Matrix will add the biggest value when it comes into asset management within the license management. So the customer can tell with Matrix 42 how many license he acquired, how many they are using, and how many is going to, to renew for next year. And this is a big reduce in cost and operation cost year after year. Believe me, once you adapt such a license management uh, uh, solution from Matrix 42, this will give you a big return on investment. Since you mentioned, Antoine, since you mentioned this, and this is very important for all who's attending this session, to understand that there are customers outside, sorry, vendors outside, they say that we can do license management or license optimization. I would love to tell them one thing. Ask them if they have the ELP positioning, the effective license positioning, because this is what counts. I don't want a discovery mechanism. I don't want only a dashboard that can show me how many licenses do I have. I want an actual understanding of my ELP positioning right now and how 100%. much I need to pay in order to become compliant with SAP or Oracle or IBM or Microsoft. Thank you. Interesting take, uh, I think, on this uh, and how the, I love the demo, you know, uh, the agility of this application, not just the power, the agility of how things can uh, really, uh, you know, being run zero code or no code. And this is where, again, it jumps. I'll jump into Julian because he's for me, he's the certifier. He's telling us, is this really true? Is he really uh, you know, taking benefits of, of such uh, solutions. 
And then on this, how uh, as a customer, you know, moving from traditional IT to modern one, and I'm sure you've you've tried this in your organization and everybody is transforming, how this helped them to adopt cloud concept from on-prem to on-cloud and then optimize the operational efficiencies with complete license control and capacity planning, knowing that those two are maybe uh, the hardest things to really manage uh, because those are directly with cost. Julian? Absolutely. Let me, let me just uh, walk you a little bit uh, through my journey um, as a customer and uh, shed some light also on what uh, Antoine was describing before on how Matrix 42 helped apply the processes into the digital tool. Uh, when we started building our managed service model, we're building now a managed service model for a big uh, satellite provider uh, to cover the whole globe. So basically, we thought it was a mission impossible to create our processes and have a digital platform that will enforce and apply these processes. Uh, until we, we met one day, we were introduced to, to Antoine and we were able to successfully uh, complete the phase one of the project, which were the processes. And uh, luckily, Antoine introduced us later on to the Matrix 42 family. And the dream of applying the exact processes that we have built in terms of incident management, problem management, uh, asset management, change management, whatever you want, X management, uh, we were able to, to, uh, to introduce them into a tool that will effectively run these processes. Uh, and now we are in the process of adopting the Matrix 42 ticketing system and work, workspace management solution uh, and to apply our predefined set of processes for the managed service solution. Uh, about the, the second part of the question, which is the uh, cloud adoption, this is very important for us also. And uh, I've talked about uh, the cost efficiency, the scalability and flexibility, the rapid provisioning uh, uh, before. Uh, let me talk also about the enhanced security part. Uh, today, the cloud service providers such as uh, Walid, uh, they often have robust security measures in place, including uh, data encryption, backups, disaster recovery plan. Uh, by leveraging their expertise, those organizations can improve the overall security posture uh, of their uh, IT infrastructure. Also, we can talk about improved performance and reliability as well. Uh, the cloud platform typically offers high performance computing capabilities, redundant infrastructure, and reliable service availability. This will ensure consistent and uninterrupted access to applications and data, minimizing downtime and overall uh, system performance, especially for companies like us who are based in, in Lebanon. This is very crucial for us. Very important. Thank you. Uh, I think we understand the power of implementing those solutions. Uh, it's becoming clearer and clearer. And this is where I'll jump to Walid and Samir again. Uh, you know, how does really this application and matrix uh, address these challenges and complexities associated with this digital transformation from managing the diverse uh, endpoints 
not just one. We have a diversity today. And ensuring security and compliance and delivering efficient IT services. I'll start with Walid and then I'll take it after with uh, Sam. Uh, you, need, you need the scalable platform. Yes, you need the capable platform that allows you to do that. Something that is easy on the fly that you can manage. You need something that is agile that you'll be able to really choose from point A to point B. You need something that allows you to really choose multiple destinations, be it on the cloud, on-prem, mobile, uh, uh, someone working in a cafe, someone trying to connect over VPN and so on. You need this flexibility to, to allow you for this. And again, to answer the SLA from a customer point of view. Remember that every single customer these days is a 24 by 7 operation. It's not an 8 by 5 anymore. Yes. And you see all sorts of devices. Almost every every single month you see at least one or two uh, new devices, one or two new platforms. Coming to security, there are thousands of uh, malicious uh, attacks that's happening on, on a monthly basis. And you can see from the most, uh, I would say, repetitive vendors to some startup that they are just starting up uh, lately into the business. Uh, if you don't really uh, deliver the right practice, if you don't give the right security and the right assurance for the customer that the data is encrypted, the data is protected, the connectivity is always available, the security or measures are always taken. And if you don't give those insights, those dashboards at any point of time, uh, made it accessible for the customer to really go and check, then you will fail as a service provider. So you have to really drive, drive the, the right connectivity between what the customer is asking for what is the business is asking for and what is the uh, tool that is really required to, to deliver such uh, on your premise for such an environment. Thank you, Walid. Uh, Samir? Um. <clears throat> Shont, I can, I can continue a little bit because it's, okay. it's very important yeah. to drive the right connectivity between all the different points that were shared. And uh, business impact is the most critical part of, of uh, the core business and the core application. Yes? You have to make sure that no business is impacted at all or a very minimal business. If something happens, you can always drive the customer for, uh, for a safe a disaster recovery environment so that you'll be able to really minimize uh, the, the downtime for the customer. And once you'll be able to achieve that, then the customer will be able to really focus on the core business transformation strategy that uh, the customer should be responsible for, not for the uh, for, for the tools and for the processes and for the complexity. You cannot enforce certain devices or certain vendor. You have to go for iPhone or you have to go for Samsung. You have to go for Dell or you have to go for HP. You have to go for, you know, it's up to the end user. Whichever the customer is, is really happy to use, the customer has to use. Whichever the customer is implementing any process or tool, the customer should be able to really implement this. You, sh you as provider should be able to really allow this and have the right flexibility to cover it. Perfect. Uh, Samir, would you like to pick up on this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I would love just to uh, explain a few things when, when we talk about compliance and ensuring security and so on. This is where we come into the picture with the asset management and the discovery mechanism that we have. Remember, if we cannot discover, uh, uh, then we cannot secure and manage. And I go always into facts. I'm sorry, but 
that's another screenshot of, or like, let's say the system live. And you can see on the same platform, you can have a complete dependency mapping and relationships. And this is very important. Now, Walid as an MSP or the clients that we have, they can truly understand what kind of assets are connected to their network. They can understand that there is a home device that is being connected that does not have the right, let's say, policies and compliance that goes within or aligned within the corporate or whatever Walid is putting as standards in their sock and not. And not only this, the dependency mapping that we carry, it carries all the sensible data. And this is what customers really need, is to understand that my server or my service is connected to this PC, connected to this switch, connected to that router, and all of those, we understand their dependencies. And I can simulate the outage of that. So which means I can categorize the risk of that particular service based on business, based on the services that they carry, and many, many more. Uh, so again, back to the reality is that uh, having such platform in place would deliver a lot of added value. And I want I want to stop talking about Matrix here. I would love that whoever is going to listen to us later on, they're going to understand that when we go to you, we're going to solve the problem. We're going to make sure that we solve the problem. We will not go away until it's being solved. And that's what I love in Matrix 42. We always solve the problem. And especially when we have the partner ecosystem around us from an MSP provider and their experience when it comes to the SOC, NOG, delivering it as a service, 99.999 cloud availability or our cloud availability at later stages or partners like Antoine who understands the processes. So it's a complete gift gonna receive like customers gonna receive. Uh, thank you, thank you, Samir. I think it's really important to understand the power of, of such a tool. And this, this is where I'll start rounding up and then ending up with the last question to Boris. And then we'll do a final quick uh, 30 seconds uh, takeaways from each uh, of us. Uh, and then Boris, it comes last to you. How? Can you provide insights into the future roadmap of Matrix? What's happening? I don't know how much can you share with us. There's, I don't know, there's a lot of uh, secrets, a lot of cooking also happening. And how to continue to evolve to meet those changing needs of organization that are undergoing currently digital transformation? As I mentioned before, our aim is to help people to get, to get more out of their work time because it's hard to get new people and that's our aim. We want to make sure that services become better. Now, I've, I can't elaborate on the whole roadmap now just through the sake of timing, but whoever is interested may just contact Matrix for the to find out how we can help them also in the future. But I borrowed again like three different things that I would want to talk about that we're currently building upon um, to short and midterm because that's like the relevant stuff to the people that may decide working with Matrix for the two on a short term scale. Uh, in everybody's uh, uh, discussions right now, machine learning, of course, is a hot topic also for Matrix 42. And while we work a lot with knowledge when talking about all those ITIL-based processes all around the service management, then 
we need smarter solutions than ever when it comes to indexing, tagging, uh, tagging, knowledge compression, making sure that all of the context that we get from tickets, from service requests, get uh, automated in a smarter fashion than they are today. And that's something that we'll have in a, uh, a short time frame. So that will help our customers to get more out of the content that they have in their database already by using smarter uh, technology, using machine learning technology. Um, but with that in mind, while talking about all of the, the ITIL-based process and all of the enterprise um, um, uh, speed-up process, we must not forget about the budgeting. And while budgeting is hit hard by not having the right people and not having access to technology, we're all trying to push our stuff out to the cloud. Now, with that in mind, um, we have a new emphasis as being one of the, the um, software asset management vendors in the world out there who are actually like Oracle database and Java certified, who are um, accepted by uh, auditors around the world for their Microsoft um, software asset management uh, auditing capabilities. It's not only that, but we're seeing a new trend that also marks a change in how software asset management is actually happening just because of the cloud. And having cloud cost management as a new SAM discipline which we already have for like the Microsoft, the Adobe's and a few more, this is going to have a new emphasis in the future where we're going to invest in additional vendors, but then also other hypervising technologies, other cloud um, service uh, operators to catch their cost and put that into the reporting. And then also like the reports that we just saw from Xamarin as well. And then making sure not only that we're taking care of the cost, but then help people ease the work that they have when working with metrics from two consoles while the smart machine learning helps additional data helps want to make sure it becomes easier to work and what some are already expressed like uh, having the ability to have a smart release management once we want to roll out something and we don't want to know what type of device os is behind but we want the system to take smart decisions on how to get that piece of software out to the edge on where it's actually needed and we're working on a new set of release management processes from within our enterprise service management workflows that will not only be limited to software management, but to all different types of releases in an organization, whether it be also facility, HR, or software from the IT that are part of that release management set that we want to roll out somewhere very soon. But as said, there's way more that we could talk about and way more ideas that we have on how we can help improve our customers' Uh, workforce, empower them, help them get things done faster with less resource and making sure we don't hit their budgets. Uh, thank you, Boris. I'll then now give every one of you uh, a chance to quickly uh, summer it up so that we can close today's panel. I'll start as the screen shows uh, Julian, then Walid, then Samer, then Antoine. <laughs> Uh, Julian, you're muted. Yes, Rudy. I, I want to confirm from my side also on what uh, what Samer uh, said uh, as well. Uh, our incentive as a customer uh, to go with uh, with Matrix Forty Two today and to work with this group of people is the actual ecosystem that was built between uh, Matrix Forty Two uh, Signature Consultancy and the HDF. It's giving us uh, a turnkey solution 
where we can uh, build the processes for our model, uh, insert the processes into a digital tool in order to apply them, and have them set up on a cloud where they can be uh, secure and scalable. Uh, so thanks for that, uh, and uh, good luck, guys, for the future. Thanks, thanks, Julian. Uh, if if you're just listening throughout throughout almost like maybe forty or fifty minutes, it looks like it's quite complex. Yes, but I think with the investment of all the parties together, we made the service management, operation management, and business management extremely simple. And by what I mean by extremely simple is within 24 hours, any customer can be onboarded. Within 24 hours, we can start delivering on the SLA for the customer. And I think this is where we made and we converted complex environment, complex item configurations, tool processes and people and whatever it takes in a very simple manner that can it answers all the requirements from business, from people, from change, from business requirements, from applications and so on, in a very simple way that any person can, can understand it and any, any customer can start onboarding in less than 24 hours. Well, let me add, so mainly if you want to get the most return on investments when it comes into tools such Matrix 42, I would advise and always advise start with the process design, have the processes in place so you can gain and use most of the tools, most of Matrix 42 can give you. So you, you, you gain more uh, from practices, whether with us or you will do it. Uh, uh, in-house doesn't matter. Just start with the process design, process documentation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Antoine, and thank you also, Julian. Thank you for uh, giving us such uh, uh, trust and credibility. And uh, thank you, Walid, uh, also for the same thing. Thank you, Antoine. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Matrix 42. I'm going to talk about the people, about the heroes that they are available in the Middle East here. The team that we carry, they are all a bunch of heroes with great morals. We are working with our customers to become the best partner for them, to become the most strategic partner for them. And I can assure you now, we work based on morals. We work based on uh, utmost commitment to our customers, to our partners, to make them better, to, to apply their uh, uh, any kind of strategies and help their middle management, help their all, all of their employees to maintain such understanding of strategy of our customers to, to become better in business and make sure that they will remain the best among their competitors as well. Uh, so thank you all. When you work with Matrix 42 here, you work with great minds, great people that they will always take care of you and not sell you. Thank you. Thank you for staying with us on this panel. Don't forget to follow Matrix42 on all social media platforms. We'll put them in the description. Don't forget to ask your questions depending on which platform you come in. And we will definitely answer them. 
And we'd like to thank the Matrix and the customers and the consultants that joined us today that really brought a lot of value. Matrix 42 is the solution for all your enterprise management digital transformation. With that, we'd like to thank you and see you with the next one and the next panel. Thank you.